I invite you to be on the podcast. I'm honored to have you here, and you bring this male model with you. Who's this guy? Isn't it? With the shiny it? eyeballs. So, so Jesse always <laughs> makes fun. Like, his hair is always fucking perfect. Can I swear on the show, or is you that can. too late? You can. Okay. How come you have, like, a super cool, like, phallic-looking mic, and we're like... Like what's this? We were right? getting a lot of we're, we're getting a lot of complaints. We're getting a lot of complaints here. about the audio. And, I mean, in, on every single episode. I got that. I did a Facebook live on the way up here. Really, really safe. You know, to hold the mic. Show and me do. again. <laughs> it was it was this, right? <laughs> the shake weight. Uh-huh. Um, and remember, I still I got to give you yours back. Those shake weights. The shake weights. You You're done me? with those? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but. Uh, you know, you're you're there pouring your heart out, like answering deep, deep questions. And you know, the comments are hold the mic closer, not thank you for maybe saving my family's life. It's like hold the mic closer. You know, how many miles per gallon do you get in your like? <laughs> like Tell me about uh, this guy right here, the male model you're rolling with. Um, he, uh, it's it's. I realize that I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. And I can't be, you know, the face of the business anymore. So I, I hired a model. I've been photoshopping him a little bit every day. Uh, there's, a, there's a new app you can actually photoshop instead of plastic sur- surgery. You just photoshop. So uh, no, this is Adrian. Uh, Adrian is uh, interesting, interesting background. Uh, I've known him over probably a decade, but he's been a lifelong martial artist. Uh, lifelong? He, How old are you, Adrian? Thirty-three. Okay. He looks like he's like seventeen. Right? I know. I mean, yeah, he, he's younger. like James, him and James Hobart came from the same womb. Look at it; like, <laughs> right. he doesn't even have pores yet. I know. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like you start getting pores when you're sixteen. You're like, what is that? Right. Okay. So, uh, but uh, a professional stuntman, parkour, free runner, okay, uh, uh, martial arts. But he's been um, uh, involved with us, like teaching with us for many, many years. Sold his company in Miami, moved out. He's full time with us, but he's Miami got, explains a lot, right? <laughs> he was a, a South Beach supermodel. Okay, um, I I pay him to wear clothes because he just wants to run around <laughs> nude all the time. Who doesn't? Right, and uh, uh, and we're super excited to have him out here because he can write, he can film, he can edit. He doesn't sleep at all. He's still young. Uh, he's also uh, military, and um, Act, you're active. Yeah, I'm actually in the guard. Okay. So. But uh, um, a fantastic thing. Also, uh, he I, I have told him if he's going to work for the company, he needs to get tattoos, you know, so <laughs> so there's yeah, some, this was a painful day. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked it all out. When you say you've been doing martial arts for a lifetime, how long is a lifetime? Um, I think I first started doing martial arts when I was about 10 years old, traditional karate, taekwondo and, and kind of followed that pipeline, um, got into uh, Western boxing competed in the Golden Gloves in Colorado when I was uh, in high school and into college, and just kind of snowballed from there. So ten years old to thirty-two, and you've always been doing practicing some form of martial arts. That's right. And what are martial arts? What are martial arts? Yeah, like martial arts is kind of like an umbrella statement for all, all you know, uh, com- combative fighting systems. Judo, judo, karate, karate, jujitsu, jujitsu. All that. Those are all martial how about, arts. How about wrestling? Uh, wrestling can be considered a, a martial art. I recently, I don't know if you've heard any of these rants on it, but just in my uh, in, incessant uh, um, you know, focus to try and make the world safer, trying to get people to understand the difference between uh, a violent encounter and a martial art. 
And, and so I created this, this concept called the categories, these four categories. Category one is all martial arts, you name them. Mm-hmm. Category two are combat sports. Uh, and category three are, are the, this recent emergence of reality-based self-defense programs. And, and my contention is that all of these categories, the three categories, do not really address the violent encounter because the violent encounter is always started by a predator. And, and, um, and so I've got this, this uh, kind of provocative expression that it's not what you believe, it's what we see that matters. And it's not what we believe, it's what we CCTV. When you look at CCTV for uh, 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 military engagement, close quarter, law enforcement engagement, uh, close quarter, doorman, bodyguard, protective service, when the shit hits the fan, you never see technique. You just see survival. You don't even know if it weren't for uniforms or clothing. You wouldn't know who the bad guy or the good guy was at the moment. Things. So I said, like, people practice all, all of these uh, systems, but they, man- they never manifest themselves in the actual event. And, uh, and, a, in, and so people who have a cognitive bias, what I like to refer to as the unconscious bias because then we can't discuss it. You just argue with me and go, we have an unconscious bias. You're wrong. No, I'm not. Well, we can't discuss it because it's unconscious. It just helps me win faster in my mind. That was a joke, Seven. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm str- you are on a roll. I'm struggling nah. to keep up. But go, keep going. Keep um, going. So, but the idea here, if you look at it like this, is like like these are these are the categories. Category one is every single martial art. If you ask somebody who did Taekwondo or Wushu, Tai Chi or whatever, does your system help prepare you for self-defense? What do you think their answer is going to be? Yes. yes. They're going to say yes. Of course. Now, guys who do boxing, MMA, grappling, wrestling, do you think your training is helping you for self-defense? Yes. What's their answer? Yes. yes. Reality-based self-defense, Krav Maga and all the other systems. What do you think? Whoa, yes. whoa, whoa. Why is Krav Maga not in there with martial arts? Uh, because it, it's a, it's, it falls under a, the reality. There's a new acronym out called RBSD, reality-based self-defense. I'm going to get more haters when I say this. Like, what other type of self-defense is there? You don't need to write reality-based. Okay, right? okay, okay. There's self-defense. Okay. But so there's so these guys, here's the interesting thing, is all martial artists, let's say, wear a gi. There's some sort of uniform. There's a ritual. There's right. the reality-based people don't wear. They're, so they're wearing BDUs or jeans. or yeah, and, okay. And so their whole approach is this just street. But what's missing, and, and here's the thing. I've been a lifelong martial artist. I'm 57 years old. I've been doing stuff since I'm seven. So literally for 50 years. You I had did. to one-up him, didn't you? I did. By a year. Or no, three <laughs> years. All right, all right. Ten. Three. Yeah, he started Well, he started when he was 10. You started when you were seven. Well, plus. We'll get yeah, to that in yeah. a second. Really good <laughs> plus math. Plus the reason why he's Really here. good math here. <laughs> go on, go on. Um, this is my show. I know. <laughs> um, and, Sorry, uh, our show. Right. Yeah. Too late. Too late. <laughs> Uh, that was an unconscious bias. The uh, the uh, I like it, um, and and so like I think this concept of of the categories it's it's polarizing, in in the sense that uh, people think I'm saying your art sucks, but I'm I'm telling people that in a violent encounter, so the first place you're attacked is emotionally, psychologically, and that's not. Can I can I jump in here yeah, and say something stupid that will like kind of ground what you're saying? So the two ways that I've really come to understand. There's two things I really understand. I think I understand. I'm going to run by you right now about what you're teaching. And then there's one thing I don't understand. So these are the three prongs. The first thing is, is your story that you tell about Mitch in that CrossFit video where basically you taught a guy how to okay, fight yeah, yeah, yeah. and he gets put into an encounter where he, where he knows how to fight and he knows how to win, 
but he doesn't do it. Right. And you go back to the drawing board and you don't blame him and you look, what didn't I teach this guy to defend right. himself? And that's the psychological component. And I've heard you hit that from a million different angles, mm -hmm. which is amazing, whether giving, whether it's giving your permission to do it. And, and you, you have several psychological pieces that help people overcome that to how to use the tools that you know to actually engage with someone when needed. The second thing is um, you, you have the metaphor you use about being a fireman. Right. Um, you may not be a fireman, but you can put out fires. Correct. Yeah. And that one, that one, like that, I love that one. Um, and, and that one's really important to me because I've had some encounters in life um, where I've, in, I've been put in situations with people where I did not act appropriately and I left with emotional scars. Sure. You know what I mean? Someone was being very aggressive to my sister one time, um, spitting on the car, banging on the car. And although he was, I was 11 or 12 and he was 40, I wish I would have gone out and hit him with the fucking crowbar from the trunk, even if I'd have got beat up. Sure. Instead, I stood and cowered in the car and to this day it sits with me. Sorry, I digress. The th here's the third piece I, I, I don't understand at all. You're teaching something so valuable Why hasn't someone like me got off the couch to take your class? Like I, like I have three kids. I want to protect my family. Right. I do CrossFit. Why, what, what aren't, what, why, why am I, why have not, and I've known you forever. Right. How come I'm not, I have shit to protect now. Right. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll, how come I haven't taken your class? I'll, like what's I'll, wrong with me? Are you talking personally or, or philosophically? <laughs> like? Philosophically, like, or, or either. I mean, dig in wherever you want. And I, in, in, in all seriousness. Yeah, I'm, like, be, I'm being fully serious. But do you want me to answer as if you're the generic person who hasn't signed up or you specifically? Both. Can you massage yeah, both yeah, into yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's, so there's like, a couple things. Like, am I not scared enough or am I ignorant or am I? Not, well, a lot of times, so, so you know, uh, do you have an alarm at your house? Yeah. Have you ever been broken into? Uh no, but I just moved in like a year ago, so still it, well, the, the, the reason <laughs> I have nine Nest cameras at my house. But so so, but but here's here's the thing. It was it was interesting. It was, it was curious what your answer is. So why do you have an alarm at your house? Was it there when you bought the place, or? Yeah, it was just in, okay. It was there. So so here's the thing: is you know most people don't get a guard dog until something happens. Most people don't get an alarm until something happens. Uh, most people, you, you know, it's mandatory to wear a seatbelt, but people who are in accidents and go through windows always wear their seatbelt. A lot of times we need something to happen or something close to us to happen to go, shit, catalyst. that's that's real, a catalyst, right? Um, the other thing is, and it reminds me of a, like a, a, a story that I, I tell at my seminars where I was uh, um, actually uh, uh, red-eye flight, back from back from LA and uh, the seat beside me it was back in the day when you had like Walkman you actually read books and you didn't have like Kindles and, and iPads so I had uh, uh, Adrian it sounds freaky huh that time back back in those back I'll, send, in I'll show you videos of that. <laughs> I got VHS of those days books and things so I'm sitting there I've got like my my Walkman and I've got like some books and I've got the seat beside me empty and I'm like yes red eye flight I got my all my shit out here and a flight attendant jumps on uh, not working the flight. She's like, oh, I'm sitting there. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I got to put my books behind the seat. And the, and uh, she's all wired. Was she cute? Probably. Okay. Um, I'm wondering why the, oh, shit. The, because I, I. Discomfort of moving your shit. Moving the shit. Okay. But liking to spread out. And, you know, I had like three or four books and they were out there. And, and um, it was. Uh, I've flown a thousand times in my life. I think I've sat next to an attractive woman three times. 
an attractive man your stand, four times. Your standards are really super high. <laughs> no, actually. Uh, <laughs> Anyone who knows not. you knows they are absolutely not very high. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry. Just, uh, no, it's okay. No, I, I was sharing some like life-altering information yeah. for you, and your, <laughs> head, your head went to just sucks how, hot, next to just how hot the was kind she? of people I've sat next to. So, like so, so you like flying southwest then? I just, I just like would love to just sit next to someone who's just like you know. And that's how they that's how they feel when they sit next to you. I'm pretty good sure. point. Thank you. But I'm wearing I'm dressed like this though. I know. Um, so 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 this is an interesting story. Yes, and it's, and it's one that I shared uh, uh, so often, and and I think it hammers this point home. I know. That, I'm listening. You're riding that, on a train, and some dude sat next to you. Right. And uh, and so anyways, so what happens is the uh, so here we are. And she says, I'm a flight attendant. I'm not working the flight. I didn't want to stay here. This isn't my hub. I'm so glad I caught the flight. I thought I was going to miss it. She's adrenalized, like freaking out. And I'm like, oh, shit. She's going to talk and talk. And I really want to go to sleep. And uh, <coughs> she says, so I'm a flight attendant. She points her name. And she goes, what do you do? And I'm thinking, we're just starting to taxi. And I'm thinking, like, okay, I got to say something that's just going to kill this fucking Get to story. the point and end it. Right? Yeah. I'm just going to go. So I, I'm a life insurance salesman. <laughs> thinking, like, let's talk life insurance as we're taking off, right? It's thinking this. She goes, she looks me up and down. And she goes, no, you're not. I can tell. I said, okay, you got me. One of my flaws is, is I cannot lie about anything. And she goes, uh, you know, I, I can tell you're not you're not a life insurance salesman. What are you? I said, okay, I'm a life extension insurance salesman. Mm -hmm. She's like, life extension insurance. What is that? I go, I teach self defense. She goes, oh my god, I always wanted to know how to defend myself. And I look at her and I go, no, you didn't. And she like, her body language changed. I go, I think what you meant to say is you always wanted to know how to never be near a situation where you might have to defend yourself. <laughs> and she goes, oh my god, yes. And because the whole point is, if you really want to do something, you do it. Now, part two of the story is that you, you, you talk about the eleven-year-old and this assholes in your car. And, and we had we had a, we wrote a book on the way up here. It was amazing. He had my iPad Pro out, and we're going chapter and chapter in this new e-learning module we're putting together. And I said, I need some stuff for the coaches and for the, some substance under the subject matter. Literally wrote a fucking book on the way up here. Um, wow. It's it's it's. Was so easy. I think I'm going to write 365 books this year. Just That's one, awesome. Just one a day. Congratulations. But, uh, thank take, you. take a trip every day. Uh, they're really short books, though. They're like, uh, but anyways, still the, the 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 thing that we were talking about. There's this one slide that I do in the seminar, and and it it may or may not have the impact on a podcast. I'm going to share it here, and it's a reveal. So I'm kind of ruining part of the seminar, but uh, hopefully only 10 million people will watch the show, and I could still. You probably know, make the rest of the world safer <laughs> but um uh i write the word courage on a whiteboard and i and i let it sit there let everyone marinate and i go courage right how many of you would love to be courageous no matter what if you didn't fear fear what would you do you'd always be courageous right so it's our fear of fear the physiological psychological changes of fear that changes behavior so I get everyone sucked into this conversation. I go, what, what is the opposite of courage? Answer quick. And usually one or two people will blurt out cowardice, right? Yeah. Thank you. And I, so I write that down, cowardice, and I look at it, I go, cowardice. How many people are actually truly cowards? What does that mean? Because you, you're 
this happened when you were 11 how old are you now like 15 16 how old are you? 45 45 close well, i'm not good at math so what, what is that 34 years yes okay so 34 years you're still thinking about it you brought that story up today and so what we do oh i want to see him now he's probably like 75 i'll fuck him up kick, now he'd yeah. probably kick your ass still maybe but anyways the <laughs> because you haven't trained with me yet so what i do is i i turn around and i block off the word courage so they can't see it somebody says cowardice i turn around as if i'm gonna like write that and add to that and i write the letters d i s hyphen in front of the word courage the opposite of courage is when we discourage ourselves. there's a mm. mental picture so to me in, in our when we're trying to motivate people yep. whether i'm working with an yep. athlete or business person or in self-defense is getting people to realize that all movement is mental that like right now, if I said, you need to punch me in the face, you need to get out of the room, there's a fire, you need to go grab that kid, you need to put pressure on that wound, you're not going to be a different athlete. You're not going to change from ectomorph to mesomorph. You're not going to lose weight or gain weight in that fucking moment. What is the only thing that's going to change in the moment is mindset. So all movement is mental. And, and that's our biggest thing is this whole developing this relationship between um, uh, looking at fear and actually choosing to know fear to actually so and I, I, we do this whole play on you remember the no fear company okay. that that so I grew up with so much fear performance self-sabotage every sport worrying about this performance anxiety so when no fear really launched we're big I bought every shirt and in my seminar I make this joke I go all my shirts were defective because no matter what no fear shirt I put on I was still fucking scared huh. and um, and so we came out with a product and a concept it's almost 20 years old it was it, we would write the word no fear no fear mm. talk about it we go the idea that you will actually get to a state and a place in your life where you have no fear is ridiculous because the moment you actually believe in that if i said to you how do you feel you're ready for the podcast you're like yeah if you suddenly had like a butterfly or you noticed your breathing changed or wow that's weird my palms are sweating you might start to second guess your preparation in your knowledge base and your your confidence and your confidence so what we did in the same way we take courage and write discourage we write no fear and then we put a k and a w on the either side of the n and the o so that it says no fear that if you want to get to no fear you actually got to fucking look at it on purpose and and so we say f face it you understand it uh is that how you spell c confront it <laughs> F U C and then you know it and so I, I bought all oh, of you guys a t-shirt it says yeah it's fuck fear did you really <laughs> oh yeah so can we funny. grab that can um, we bring my shirt in here that's so awesome so this, mor that little, this uh, morning that bag. was that was exactly what my wife suggested why don't you wear a spear shirt I was like oh shit yeah thanks know. a lot I don't have one I think you gave me one it was too small or yeah too the, the, the duffel bag yeah I'm really particular how shirts hug my body oh dude you're gonna like this bag this bag oh that is a nice bag. Right on. It's actually made out of uh, parachute. Yummy. So, uh, Tony. So you're going back to my question. So you're. Are you tracking you're, this shit? Does this make sense? To you? Yeah, totally. Well, that last part's a lot, but I am tracking it. I really like the discourage, but I want to go back to my question. So the reason. But let me interrupt one thing. Let me just re recap this. It went from most people. You asked me why aren't people training? Why aren't you training? Right. Most people. If I say to you, uh, life insurance policy mm -hmm. and will done. Right. Is it done? Uh, tell me yours. My life insurance policy? Yeah. Well, you, do you have a will? Uh, no, 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 no. Right. No. Because in order to do that, most, particularly men, hesitate with that. I hesitate with that. Cause, Absolutely. Because <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't want to talk about my mortality. For, for me to collect life insurance, I got to fucking die. 
What, that doesn't seem very practical. You, no, no. For you to collect life insurance, uh, your wife has to die. Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not hard enough to wear that shirt. There's no fucking way I can wear that shirt. Well, I didn't give it to you. I, right. Good I, point. Good point. Those unfuckwithable shirts, right. like, I always wanted to wear one of those. I, I got, never I got wear one, one for all you guys. So, so, so I don't have a... I, I don't. I haven't had the catalyst. You're saying that that Matt needs to put on a ski mask and fucking jump me in the fucking parking lot tomorrow to take. Your I'm bike. actually at some point during the show. I'm attacking you. Okay. Yes. I, we already spoke to Rory about this, okay. and he said that'd be so good if you attacked uh, Savvy during the show. I said I'm actually going to kill him on YouTube, <laughs> just for the ratings. This so, is what we've been waiting for. And, and you have your protege <laughs> here to take over the business, right? Because I'll be in jail, or because you're going to kill me. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Both. But, all that. All but, that. But in all in all seriousness, how it goes is this: How do you practice? So I I argue that the most important. I have an eleven thirty meeting. Just so you know. you're canceling it. Um, the the how do you so inarguably? I want to take the class. I got I got the Bob XL in the garage. I took some striking classes. You know, like I want to take the class. But but there's it's, you know it's like I'm gonna have to like not it's wash my it, car. Or something. It's prioritizing. Yeah. Right. So listen. Yeah, that word. Here's here's the here's the thing. I argue that the ability to protect yourself or a loved one is an arguably the most important skill you could possess. But it's also it's also a skill you hope you never have to use. So there's this weird right. thing, right. like unless you have like some sort of aptitude, like you're a you're a hunter, and and so you go into and I don't mean hunter like a hunter of animals, but there are certain people that want to be law enforcement military, and they want to hunt bad guys, and it's natural to them. Um, and so some people have an aptitude for stuff, you, like you could. You know, you could show, you could sit down with me and tell me how cool math is, and show me the yeah, latest cool. Uh, you know, instead of Excel, you can use this. And my, I go to sleep and my eyes roll. I'm like, uh, you know, I just have, I can learn it to run my business a little bit, but then I'm going to hire a professional to handle it. Um, and so we have this metaphor. At the end of the day, like if you were really, really wealthy and successful and had a legit fear, you would hire bodyguards. And so. This is back in 1988. I would go like, hey, you're a VIP, you're a VIP, you're a VIP in your life, but you just don't have like the actual physical wealth or, you know, uh, intellectual property and capital that somebody's trying to steal shit from you or your family that you need to hire protective services. So who's your bodyguard? Because you're still a VIP. And we created this be your own bodyguard metaphor um, that basically said it was, it was, you know, you and, and let me throw this out for you and for and for the audience wrestling with this you have a fire extinguisher in your house do you buy a fire extinguisher and and go man i hope our house catches fire tonight because if i'm gonna you know buy fire extinguishers i want to use them right in other words <clears throat> right i'm following you i'm right? tracking you i'm tracking and, you. and so and this is the whole thing is like you can learn how to use a fire extinguisher and you could learn some basic safety protocol, evacuating the house and putting shit CPR. out. CPR. CPR, stuff like that. It doesn't make you a fucking doctor. It doesn't make you a firefighter, but you have life-saving skills. And you're not out looking to use it. You're, and you, yeah, you don't you don't sit there and go, man, I just bought this first aid kit. Like somebody fucking cut themselves. Like go to right? the mall and start looking for people to give mouth to mouth to. Right. It's kind of like buying a plunger. You buy that. You don't want to use that thing. Right. right. Nice, that's a, Matt. That's a good nice. point. Nice. You got one? I do have one. <laughs> no, not <laughs> no, a plunger. plunger. But I mean you a meant a little joke to go in there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Shit, Adrian. <laughs> so, um, but it, so it's what it is. It's this. It's this cumulative. Like we've been domesticated. 
right? We've been domesticated. There was a time if we went back a hundred years, a couple hundred years, like you, you, you could be scared shitless of hunting, but you still had to hunt or you're going to die. Mm-hmm. You could not like when you skinned an animal, but you had to do it or you're going to die. And so, and it, and it's and it's a funny thing because because this is the system I created and it's been my life's work. So like the naysayers and everything, oh, you know, you're like, this is modern. You just made this up. And I'm like, no, dude, this is like based on like 80,000 year old fucking behavior. This is how cavemen fought. There was no caveman kung fu. There was no caveman karate studio. We didn't like, you know, the fights were spontaneous. You were hanging out. We were hunting and fishing. We looked up one day and we saw another tribe, just like on Walking Dead, that was fucking starving. Go look down. And then that fight happened. And, and, we, and they had spears. So spears. Do you watch that show, Walking Dead? I do. Oh my God! Dude, How do you watch last, that? Last night, right? Dude, let me let me tell you. It gives me so much fucking anxiety. My, I watched season one. I can't watch anymore. My, it is such a study. The the writers in there are super super intelligent. Um, when it first came on, I was like laughing. I was like, "Come on!" Like zombies. My son was into it and watching. And then you know, uh, uh, last year I just uh, watched a couple episodes and then got into it. And it doesn't I, stress you out that the bad guys just, outnumber the good guys by so many. You can you never get to relax. It's always like just obsessed with it spoiler alert man some people haven't seen the i haven't watched it i didn't spoil anything let me tell you something there's 10 good guys and there's three billion zombies and everywhere they go something bad can happen and it's an hour it's, of just like so pure you know what it's, it's what it is it's like it's, not fun it's, it's really not, it's not enjoyable it's I mean, really it's good, it is well written i will say that it's it's really a study in in how manipulative fucked up selfish people are and then uh the good guys people who understand right action people have authenticity and integrity and stuff like that but um but anyways the so just just to, to let some, me ask you one thing real quick yes. what does spear stand for spontaneous protection enabling accelerated response spontaneous protection start a flinch our body's physiology that's the dna it's hardwired in all of us like right now if i went like this and poured that on you you go what the fuck right right there's no danger there's no risk you touch something hot you recoil someone goes to hit you your hands come up so we figured out a way to weaponize the start of flinch using classical conditioning. I was watching a bunch of videos, brushing up on my spear. Right. There's a guy from, uh, there's a video of a guy, uh, it's like gun carrier. Yep. Gun, gun, is, is he one of your guys? No, he's a good buddy of mine. Okay, cool. And, he, Mickey? and, he's, and he's talking about the spear, yep. Okay. And uh, uh, I don't know if it's Mickey, but he's dressed like a cop, black pants, black shirt, tucked in. Oh, uh, no, that's, that wouldn't be him. But Gun carrier. Anyway, I understand... I understand the startle flinch, right? Right. 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 Don't do that again, please, in public. <laughs> in the, in his video, um, the his second move is the guy is to come into the guy. Right. Right. To close that space, the guy's throwing the punch and he comes in. Right. I'd have to see the video. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of people who are uh, in in what's a polite way to say ripping our shit off. I think uh, that's inspired. Put it. <laughs> oh yeah, I would say inspired. This guy doesn't seem to be doing anything bad. I, I think I sent a link to the video. Could we see that? Um, well, wait. I may be making fun of the guy. Like, uh, is it one of my guys? Is that it there? <laughs> if it's quickly, we don't want. If we, we don't want to look at it right away, we'll just we'll just skip right over. You, you know, I didn't send you the link. Wait, I sent it to you. I sent you two. There's two links. No. Aha. This guy. No, no, I didn't mention a guy. Oh, okay, this guy has no clue. <laughs> yeah. This, okay. So yeah. So this is interesting. Here's a, here's a guy where where a guy who's never trained with us, who's who's doing an interpretation of it. That's 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 horrible. 
It is. Yeah. Okay. Wow. He's 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 a martial artist who uh, he's an inner warrior coach. Right. I don't even know his name. What's his name? <laughs> I don't Pollock. Know. Jeremy Pollock. I, Jeremy Pollock. I thought it was Ari from from. Okay. okay. Well, there's something he does, and he he does something here. Right. That, that basically, like, so he does the spear, but, or what? Or, I'm making or his, fun. Hold on. I just want to qualify something because yeah. I did insult him here. Right. I don't know him. He isn't trained by me. He should not be using my. What would happen if somebody came out with a video that said, "Here's a CrossFit move." Who would your team do? Our lawyers would fuck him up. Right. They wouldn't so, even see the light of day. Right. And so <laughs> so basically what he's done, he's used my SEO and my brand to draw attention to his video. SEO? I have, what's that? Search engine optimization. Okay. So he's he's tagged me, Spear, and a lot of guys do that because they want, you know, when people do like Google search, this guy's not authorized. He's not an instructor. He's not a teacher. Um, and and he doesn't understand the spear system. He has a uh, a, a, but a you, but you've seen this video. Um, yeah, I saw that video when it, uh, a long time ago. Okay, but he has no like permission so, or authentic. So I, I forget the acronym you used earlier. It's when people use like they had, we had to do with like the clothing, right? The buckets they got lumped into. Right, categories. The categories. This guy yeah. would be in the one that tries to reenact. Like, this is category three: reality-based self-defense. That's but what, what he's doing is he's he's taken a complex motor skill where so he knows he's see he's controlling the movement um and so what's interesting like even just there can we go back on that yep like so here's a great example he's inside 90 here stop right there watch this freeze see he moved his feet first everyone see that so in a real confrontation if if somebody were to uh threaten you the first thing that would move at close range or your hands would come up that's physiology. If you look at any athletic event where a baseball, a baseball bat goes into the crowds, people don't move their seat. They move their hands. Mm -hmm. You don't move first. Your, hand, your hands come up. So, like, this is, again, somebody who, who certified himself watching a YouTube video, thinks he's, because he's a, a traditional martial artist, goes, oh, I get it. It's outside 90 fingers played. And the second you put your feet back, you are letting go of your nonviolent posture. Well, in the case of See, a look fight, at me. I've been studying, right? It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Up, right? So, so, so if I come down like yeah, this, so, so, I've lost my long, nonviolent so, posture. So here's, so here's an example. If you and I started getting into a confrontation uh -huh. and you stood up, I might stand up because we've got space, right? Mm -hmm. But if Adrian, you know, just point at me, like gesture my face, I, I'd be doing this. My feet would never move at extreme close quarter. When you're in arms, within arm's reach, your, your hands will move first. And so what we do when we're training people, people who are actually certified uh, uh, to share our methodology, is in this case here, he's getting into what we call a spear stance. It would be hands, then feet, not feet, then hands. And so I can look at somebody and go, he's not trained, he's not certified. He's imitating and interpreting our system as opposed to actually, you know, expressing. And what we, everything we do is based on physiology, physics, and psychology, and every... Every practice track, and that's why it's Pavlovian conditioning, every practice track, we always mirror physiology because all fights are dangerous, but the most dangerous confrontation is a sudden ambush. That's the violent encounter. That's the category four that we say, listen, practice. I love jujitsu. I love boxing. I practice complex motor skills. I practice stuff in category one and category two. But I also, I always spend or, or assign a different element of focus and personal awareness on category four because it's only in a category four confrontation that me and my family are truly at risk. And that's, right. that's where situational awareness and fear management matter. I can tap out. And that's in, in, in the class that's 
relaunching yeah. on November 19th in Las Vegas in uh, Los Angeles Los Hollywood. Angeles that's the be your own bodyguard be your own bodyguard class yes. and all of that stuff you just said prior to me interrupting you you teach that in that class yeah it's, and that class is from 8 to 5 8 to 4 8 to 4 um, the the um, it, you know we have this, this, this and what if that's not enough for me what if I go there and I want more that's a great question so here's the thing is, that's redundant by the way all my questions are great <laughs> or need not be said right um listen i start i start with this very very high level when i was 20 i asked i was asked what i want to do and i without hesitation i turned to this venture capitalist dude and i said i want to make the world safer and he sat back he goes how are you going to do that i said well i think we teach self-defense wrong it was after that event where my student lost mitch and I said, we don't teach from a scenario-based perspective. We teach from a complex motor skill, step one, step two, step three, do this, learn how to punch, learn how to block. But the first place you're attacked is emotionally, psychologically. And so if I'm going, what the fuck, what the fuck, what's going on? And the guy's nailing me or stabbing me or dragging me to a secondary crime scene or something, I don't have time to get to my style, my system. And Secondary crime scene, that right? sounds fucking horrible. Horrible. Doesn't it get, never get in the trunk? I don't like any secondary. Get in the like trunk, exactly. TSA. Never, or, but that's but there's a simple rule: never ever go to the secondary crime scene. You don't need, get in the safe. You don't get in the Wait, safe. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not sure I follow with secondary crime so scene. So usually if, punch you in the street, throw you in the van is the secondary crime scene. <laughs> if, if 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 we fight and then I try to move you really bad shit is going to happen after that statistically when somebody gets moved to secondary crime scene they're usually getting tortured and murdered hey first yeah, fir first um first you you're on a date at the movie theater <laughs> and then the secondary part of the date is back at your house right and, and two very different things happen right <laughs> slightly slightly different context yeah we, we always we're, we're big into like trying to help each other understand yeah that's with, good with similes and metaphors and, nice God, yeah. secondary crime nice scene. It's horrible. Dude, have you ever been in secondary? Like you go to Canada huh. and they like pull out your broccoli. Didn't I ask you if you had vegetables? You're like, dude. <laughs> wow. Canada. <laughs> I don't even know what show I'm on right now. <laughs> I just lost it. Okay, because going back to what this guy said, basically what he does is he shows that startle flinch. And, and obviously I didn't. I missed the nuances of, right. of the feet going down and, and getting into that fighting posture. But, um, but then the second thing he does is he comes forward. And when I was going to like question you on that and try to like to prove your so, system so it depends. Wrong. And, and can we instead of instead of giving this guy uh, unless we're going to study it a bit more, let's get him off here. Um, hey, whose show is this? I knew this was going to be like this with Tony on here. The, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you guys around. know each other or something. But, it, but yeah. it's like it's like it's it, let's get let's get P ninety sec P ninety X out here. <laughs> Fucking talk, thank like, you. And hot <laughs> yoga, and Zumba, Zumba. Um, hey, new, new Nano twos are out. Do you own a pair? No. Why wouldn't you buy a pair? I don't buy anything. Okay. <laughs> they are they are the best shoe. That's not a product placement, but I wanted to just say like the Nano 2 is I, like... I got it. And I used to wear Keens because they were wide enough for my big, right. thick feet. Right. And uh, Keens stopped making the shoes and then I tried on a pair of Nano 2s and they're the best shoe ever. It's like crazy. You, you dig them? Oh my God. Nice. What about those? I bought five pair. Yeah, these are my joke shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I have... One day, my feet were so sweaty in the office. I did wear these. I mean, here are the two. Here are the two ends of Reebok, right here. The greatest shoe ever, and something like you'd see at Barnum and Bailey Circus, right? It's like, it, it's, it's like if there was like a like a CrossFit competition for clowns. <laughs> Look at that. That's from my um, the pipe on my Harley Davidson. Really? You you could tell it was like from like 
like fast roping and climbing shit and just <laughs> it's in the wrong spot i understand but i just mentioned my harley davidson on the air again right and uh i wonder if dan bailey's at home talking about christ because we're <laughs> sort of in a competition who taught does he talk does he follow his passion more or do i it's like nice. there's a balance in the world constantly. It's like Carnal Man, Dan. Yes, yes. <laughs> nice. You don't know because you don't listen to the show, and that doesn't resonate with you. I <laughs> actually have listened to the show a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know, we, you were you were talking so, about. Uh, no, you're. Uh, let me do this real quick. Hold on, Matt. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. So that second flinch. He's really not sorry. So I so That's I am sorry. Okay. So so I do this, and then and then he actually moves in. What 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 is so so which is different than kind of what you talk. So here's you, here's an example. No, so it's so the startle flinch. You can pull that guy down. Tony's tired of looking at him. No kidding. There's some sexy pictures of Tony, by the way, on the internet. You should find one of those where his like eyes are all shiny and shit. And That's all right. Ten years ago, we can <laughs> before the light dimmed. So, no, don't, don't. I don't want any pictures of. Yes. Nice. That's, this that's this years so this ago. was a student who was late on his monthly dues, right? <laughs> um, I was actually this is me at a CPR course, uh, first aid course. So I'm doing the Heimlich. Um, <laughs> that looks like the masseuse we have downstairs. What's his name? The guy who's always like, oh, uh, Dewitt. Dewitt, yeah. I'm dragging him to a secondary crime scene. Um, the uh, well played. Um, can we get that off there? Oh, Come on. Give him something. Give him something. You pick one, Tony. Okay, that's fine. How about that with the dog? Followers. Yeah. Oh, look at my dog. That's a puppy. Isn't that cute? Dookie. Okay. 22,000 you okay followers. With that? You okay with that picture, okay, Tony? But it shouldn't be up there. Let's do this. Go, go scroll down, go back. Then scroll, scroll, scroll. Let's let's go to... How long did it take before you moved the way you move? I think one of the most intriguing things about you is the way you move. Thank you. Like, it's... Um, it's it's pure mastery. Like you do that thing when when in the spear things you'll do the thing where you're doing the spear and you kind of do that circle salsa dance. But then you'll always <laughs> do that thing with okay guys. And then once you know that you have the person in X Y Z position, you go wham 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 wham. Or you do that shit with your hands. How long did it take? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like you did it to Dan Bailey and uh right and Froning and uh and Big Sky at the affiliate gathering. Yeah, yeah. How long before your movements were like that, like crisp like that, where people who saw your movements are like, okay, something's not normal about that guy? The so can um, I learn that in five years? I so here's the thing. Let's can go I back to let's go, let's go let's go back to the serious question of what do you mm -hmm. do you remember your question? That was a serious question. I know, but do you movement. remember your your question before? Is like I do your one day course. What if I want more? Yes. What if I want more? So I know I'm going to want more. It's gonna so it's got to start with this first of all. If you try to eat healthy because you want to reduce inflammation, <coughs> improve your energy levels and stuff like that, and lose lose some unnecessary fat, that's all self-defense in the spiritual sense. If you're thinking about your sleep habits, that's a type of self-defense because I don't want to be run down my immune system. If you're working out and, and you're, you're using a CrossFit protocol and you're thinking about stability, mobility, and good warm-up and cool down, you're, you're, that's self-defense. You guys see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. It's all self-defense. Like, Because if you're injured, you're fucked. If you're sick, you're fucked. If you, it's like you're, a right? preventative. Right. To take. right. But in the spiritual sense, everything you're doing there is a form of self-defense. The only thing we don't practice that self-defense is self-defense. And all of that can be taken away from us. And that's why I say the most important skill you can possess is the ability to protect yourself or a loved one. Whatever material wealth we all accumulate, if I said to you, yeah, your guitar collection, your stamp collection, your car collection, your houses, you get to keep all that, but tomorrow your wife or your kids are fucking gone and it's gonna be secondary crime scene horror. 
or I'm going to give you some situational awareness and some fear management skills, your ability to navigate this problem, but you got to fucking start over with the material. Right now, most we can make jokes here because there's, lo- there's lots of room for jokes right there, mm-hmm. right? But but the 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 not when you have three kids. I didn't not right. one joke popped in my head. No, but what when I'm you say- talk about fear management for me, I'm thinking of someone entering my house, and I'm you're kind of freaking me out. Right, I don't want to be freaked out. So so this is like The Walking Dead, but live. So so the what I'm saying is that um, we do things like like we wouldn't know if our uh, you know somebody close to us started choking how to clear their passageway with CPR, if somebody cut themselves, how to put on a tourniquet. Most people have no clue, right? And so if, and it's an interesting thing because if I sold you on the idea, and this goes back to this this um, uh, story on the airplane. If I said to you, hey, learning first aid is critical. You could save somebody's life. You might do that. But if I said learning self-defense is critical, you could save somebody's life. Yours we hesitate for the same reason because we don't want to, in the back of our mind, we are so domesticated that we outsource our safety. We think that we we live in a bubble, right? If I say to you, you should really learn to, like 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 when, when particularly females find out what I do, they're like, man, I, you know, I always want to learn that, but I'm actually always with my boyfriend or my husband or always at work or always at home. And I look at them and I go, well, you only have a 100% chance of something happening to you. And they're like, what? Because statistically, it's somebody who knows your routine and it happens at work or at home. So you only have a 100% chance of something bad happening, right? The specter in the dark, the imaginary specter in the dark, that's the fucking anomaly. Yeah. Did you, a- did you see the article Andrea Cecil did? It was, I want to say, two years ago. Someone broke into a CrossFitter's home. Tennyson. St- stabbed the husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or beat up I the trained, husband. I, I, I actually trained them. She had, well, I, thank you for reading that article because I'm actually quoted in there and she interviewed me for that article. Thanks, dude. <laughs> and, and, the, and, the, and, and good thing the wife stepped up and, and stabbed the guy in the back. She dude, killed the guy, dude, right? She, yeah, she, she killed the guy. In fact, so uh, we went up and did a seminar for them. And we had some cops, some military firefighters, a bunch of crossfitters. After? After the event. Okay. After the event. It was about two years after. That's quite a catalyst. Dude. So, I mean, that changed their life. And I'm not going to talk too personally in it. But I will say this. That's amazing. That's her. Oh, that's her right there? that's Tennyson. Wow. In this picture? Yes. Incredible. So, what is she doing here is... So if you read this here, it's like when a dangerous stimulus is introduced too quickly, you flinch. So, this is where this guy... The, that you sent 10 million viewers to his website and now he's fucking doing great because you featured <laughs> him on your show <laughs> but doesn't understand the sphere system what he's done is he went oh i'm going to without permission you know use tony's you know name and use this and i'm going to teach it wrong go get him um, tony and so it, piss, it just pisses me off like there's just no fucking integrity call me up mm. you know um and uh so what she's doing here this is a drill where someone came up and we call it a jack and looks box. like pat sherwood um Kind of I think I think Pat's uh, taller or shorter, but anyways, um, the the so it's a, we call it jack in the box drill where uh, you're saying we do it. Uh, we have like a mirror version where you're indexing hands and somebody moves, uh, and so you cue off of visual and tactile change. But what starts to happen is the hands come up, and this is what we mean by weaponizing the flinch. Her arms are outside ninety, your fingers are splayed because of physiology. Next is the physics part where we understand that if we're inside ninety. Uh, the the muscle recruitment changes. And so if you end up staying here, that position is completely weak. And we could do a demo if you want. Um, but he's pulling as hard as he fucking can. She's actually starting to laugh here because here's like a strong guy, 
you know, who's got like trying to do some gable grip to pull to pull her in, and she's like, "Dang!" And she looks like she could actually injure him right there with his neck cocked back like well, that. Well, and that's the whole thing. Is so right here. We're looking at a photo, by the way, for people who can't see it. It looks like a couple was dancing, and then he got too close to her, and she fucking jammed her hands <laughs> in his face and his throat, and his head is craned back. And so, so what's amazing about this point here is that if these these centripetal energy here, if she went from here and released the hands and dropped an elbow <coughs> into his throat or slid her thumb up into his eyes or gouged his eyes. So we're showing all, you asked me how fast can you learn to move differently? Yeah. Fucking in a day. Now you might have some different fear issues from, from things in your life where, so someone goes, um, and I love doing this. Like I'll, I'll like, there's one drill that we do where everyone has to do knees on a med ball mm-hmm. and they're doing knees. And there's always somebody I stop and I go, who here has the worst fucking knee in the class? So like, everyone's like, fuck. And there's always like a couple of people that go, I think I do. So I go, come over here. Let me see your knee. And they throw this shitty fucking knee on a med ball. And and uh, and it's funny on. Uh, can you go to the CrossFit Sphere? By page? shitty knee, you mean like damaged, poor, poor, injured? Or they got no, it. a poorly, a poor, oh, okay. poorly executed. Okay, right. Kind of like your snatch, right. soft. And right, so, right. yeah, my snatch is good. Weak, my snatch like is weak sweet. technique. Okay, so 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 what's interesting here is I'll take that same woman. I go, let me see a couple of your knees. Yeah, that is doesn't have torque, doesn't have explosiveness, doesn't have. It's just CrossFit dot Spear. Um, it's an Instagram page. Sorry. Tony's now giving more orders to Eric. Move a little bit further away from your mic. Your mic, <laughs> is, like is about it, five feet. Is it? So again, okay. <laughs> so, so this. Um, so she throws the knee, and then what I do is I I go, okay, I need a volunteer. I pick a guy and I tell him, okay, stand here like this. Get in a horse stance. Get your hands here like this. And then I walk, I have her and I walk her up and I go knee him in the fucking balls right now. No protection. And the guy always goes, what? Wait, wait a minute. I go, oh, her knee's not so shitty, is it? In other words, <laughs> when this is what we mean by the category concept. When we look at the categories, category one, all martial arts, we're looking at technique and execution and technique. But when someone smashes their knee into your testicles, we're not thinking about technique. And so one of our mottos in training is don't confuse technical with tactical yeah that's good Don't confuse that technical was, a, that was a great example you're good at this Thank let you. me ask you this i've seen a lot of videos where you sh- you do the ball holding on the shoulder yeah can you scroll to our med ball meme because i want to shut some fuckers up right now and i always trip on that one like <laughs> hey like I, I don't think i would i don't think i would trust someone that i don't know in your class like look at this kid right here like do the, does anyone ever get oh, punched our, in the face on our, accident in your class hang on a sec that's our, our fear management sorry were you talking does anyone ever get punched in the face on accident in your class by accident yeah what about on purpose? No, on purpose we do. <laughs> scroll, up, scroll a little bit more. Um, sorry, keep going. And uh, the oh, next twenty minutes of this show, we'll be looking at Tony's Instagram <laughs> yeah. account. I actually came on here. I said I got to get like at least a hundred more followers. Um, scroll, scroll. There's oh, Tennyson. Cool. Yeah, there's Dan. And there's one of your going. model pictures. One of my model pictures. Where's the picture? Keep going. Um, uh, stand by. It's coming up. It's coming up. Here's Adrian. Scroll down. No. Well, there's a good example of the knee, right? But it, we have a lot of people in the martial arts community that make fun of knees. I got, I got to see that. Like, imagine that knee. What do you mean? Him. What do they say about him? You got to, you got to see. They go, oh, the next time I'm attacked by a med ball is, you know, they're just making fun of the cross. Oh yeah, spear it's, connection. Um, uh, click out of this. I got, I got to find this meme because it's, it's the great. same thing. Would be saying next time I get attacked by a dummy or any, right. any non-human well, well, apparatus. Are, where right? did we put this meme? Uh, oh, here it is. Pop that one open. Look what we did here. So haters be making fun. You remember this guy? Oh, yeah. Did we see that? <laughs> that we hit med balls, you know. Take so, the cursor off here. 
Is that wow? I'm so sorry, Eric. There's just fucking, <laughs> fucking Eric. Oh my I, god! I was, was going to give you a shirt, but fucking man, bully show. Thanks, man. <laughs> but but what's interesting is like so. What we did is with the med ball. The med ball. I love using it. In fact, um, like I tell everyone, get a med ball because it replaces a tie pad, a focus pad, and a heavy bag. When you learn how to do our sequences, you can you know smash the face. You can drive knees. You can throw elbows. And it's it's portable, so you can do wall balls and a little, you know. Uh, uh, I like it. It's, Who made that slide for you? Oh, what a nice guy. Made, Look at that. <laughs> Did you make that one? <laughs> well, isn't it ironic? Because how many of these same people are the ones who love the story of Dan Inosanto talking about Bruce Lee bringing in football pads for the first time? Right. And learning to adapt those for kicks. Right. Right. But it, it's he just like invoked Bruce lineage. Lee's name. That's good. We did. Good for the <laughs> we just got like now, 10 more now, followers. Now, why not make that into <laughs> six different posts? Why? Why blow your wad with, with all all that? Ask post? Jesse about that, man. All right. Um, Is he, does she run this Instagram account? No. That what about blowing my wad? Come on, let's be serious here <laughs> for a minute. Let's be serious. <laughs> um, um, I would have turned that into I would have turned that into three posts. We we still can. Good AJ, point. Mark that down. Put that. <laughs> in three posts. Got it. Good, good idea. Finally, I finally got something out of this show. Tony, walk me through the class. Yeah. Los Angeles, November nineteenth. Nineteenth. How many instructors? Who's there? There's going to be... I'm scared. What, are you going to come? Uh, I'm thinking about it. I can get you in the class. I can probably get you like a 10% discount or something. Thank you. And Thank you get you. a punch card. Um, the, um, the, so basically... What am I going to do that day? So, so we call it the safer in a day concept. And, and quite literally, we've had in our classes guys that are... We just had... At our, our camp, who did our PDR, like guys, world champion jiu-jitsu guys. Like people that are, that are that if if I fought them in a ground fight, would turn me into a human pretzel and just fucking run. I couldn't do a thing. But sit there with an open mind going, like, the skill set I have is very specific. It's almost like you're a sniper, right? And you've got a, a 35-pound Barrett 50 caliber rifle here, and it's sitting across the table. And pretend you're the sniper, and the rifle's here. And all of a sudden, I get up, and we're gonna fight. What do you? If you reach for your rifle, you're fucked. Hey, can you step back 200 yards? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, you see what I'm saying is like right. like yeah, this, this, the specificity of that complex motor skill, and that's what I mean by the categories. You're an ambush specialist. Counter ambush specialist. Counter, sorry. Right? Yeah. And so, but 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 here's the thing: is it's really I don't like I don't and you know you know we're having fun. But not you really personally, your program because you've been doing the martial arts. It's listen. You can, you can punch someone in the face and they have to go see the dentist. They, I was going to make a bunch of jokes like like Undertaker <laughs> joke and stuff like that or <laughs> right. You know, no, no, it, it's not about that. I actually want to say something serious about this. I only say that because you're the, the validity of what it brings to to you as an instructor. You've done it. You've done it all. You've you've trained it all. It's not. It's not like you're just some guy who's off the street. Well, just, it, and it's and it's weird. I wanted to read mean tweets on here, but there's like a Taekwondo champion in Colorado who, when we first started doing stuff and CrossFit was promoting it actually said hey crossfit stay in your lane this is embarrassing this this guy oh, doesn't yeah. look like he knows anything about and i'm like fucking google who i am i work with like tier one teams around the world and have for 30 years people who hunt terrorists do our stuff the cops work with our stuff swat teams firefighters the the crossfit side of my business is about this 20 year old tony trying to find a way to make the world safer because martial artists for a lot of them are so myopic 
and they're they got blinders on. They go, no, like our our style answers all the stuff, and and the community when I first in two thousand and six you know started you know, hanging out with you guys it went like whoa shit there is a cop and a firefighter and a soccer mom and a doctor and this homeless dude and all this like everybody is here trying to get you know fitter and and so it was a, it was that was really a a a marriage of 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 uh, integrity like i could get this out here and and so you know you're talking about the fighting and the hitting and all that there's a part of me that abhors violence like i haven't watched a single video from the uh, from vegas i get uh i get uh you have not no um the mandalay bay shooting yeah yeah i and people like in military guys they'll show me hey send here's a video of a beheading here's a i don't watch any of that shit because i abhor violence which is why my program is so fucking good because i study everything i need to know to not be that person in to the video. Avoid that. And so, yeah. and so what I'm trying to do with people is just teach people how to choose safety, how to understand that when they're emotional, the, they're, when the, the physiology of fear and the psychology of fear conspire, you get uh, uh, dis, uh, discouraged, right? That's the whole thing. Is I go, you're going to have to go do this. Look at that guy's beaten up to that. And you go, Fuck, I'm going to get sued. He's going to beat me up. I'm going to lose. I'm going to... That's all discouragement. And if you listen to that voice, you experience emotional inertia. That's your body's inability to move. And then 30 years emotional later... Emotional inertia. And then 30 years That's later, awesome. you're still remembering an experience as an 11-year-old. And I've, I've had Don't lots... Don't look at me like that, Matt. It wasn't a bad look. You know? But, it, <laughs> but, but it's... To me, it's this is what the course is about. It's not about palms. Like, we show videos at the course of... of um, people who defend themselves so one of our one of our our concepts is that that hey when you say you show it in the course you're talking about the course the be your own body yeah course. in okay. all in all of our courses where we, we show a video of a woman who uh defended against a, a defended herself against a, a home invasion uh and um and she's completely out of shape she's not a martial artist but she recognized like this guy is gonna kill me and i don't want to die that's what this course is about it's not about like, oh, here's a fucking, like, sweep the leg, sweep the leg. This isn't like, like, Cobra Kai, <laughs> Karate oh, Kid. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, it, it, it's not about, you know, it's, it's really going you know, to run you through it. We've, we've, and again, I've only been doing this for 37 years. Um, it's understanding the 3Ds of the architecture of violence. Detect, diffuse, defend. If I can detect and avoid, I do not need to diffuse and deescalate. If I can't detect and avoid, and I understand the psychology of de-escalation, because those who talk can usually be persuaded to walk, I can then, mm. like you know, take that air out, uh, take the pressure off, and I de-escalate it. But if I can't, I need to protect myself. If you haven't seen the video that CrossFit did on Tony, you should see it. By the way, it doesn't address a lot of this stuff the necessarily. More than a fight, it, the little. Uh, this one, yes, this is an amazing. This is an amazing video, and it and it it. It um, gives you significant history on Tony and his and his. Do we have to play that now? No, no, we don't have to. Wait, this is, it's, a Jay it's your show, Tony. Do whatever the fuck. This you is, right. This is a this is a Jay Vera joint, right? Jay Vera. Yeah. Jay did this. Yeah. But um, I think this is. Anyone, change that picture. Anyone who's going <laughs> to you. go to his class or who's sitting on the fence to take the class should definitely see that video. It's amazing. It, I mean, Thank you. Because I think it. Not that you need validation, but people are always looking for hello. Who's the instructor going to be? And you're obviously overqualified um this is and i, and I is want it, to talk can i talk about that for a second i have a team like i haven't taught 
for 15 years. I got a team around me. Uh, uh, Adrian's on the team, and I've got teams like all, like all active duty and someone who's and, and someone who's who's walking the walk. Right. Every day he's doing something where he's training in an environment where there could be ambush, whether it's being in the military, whether it's being in the gym. Yeah, but being... but here's an interesting thing is is and this is why, particularly with the CrossFit community, is we're not teaching a martial arts. So if you go, is like Tony anti jujitsu, is Tony anti karate, is Tony anti no. But those are all. That's almost like when when. Greg... By the way, that video clearly shows that you're not anti any of right. those. You're actually pro those. I love all that. Yeah, shit. yeah. But I under I understand I understand the difference in the category, and I understand physiology and psychology, and I know that that you know I've interviewed guys. There's a a, a, a cop that I interviewed. Um, who it was a few years ago it was that Sikh uh, uh temple shooting he got shot like 14 or 16 times he's like lying on the ground this guy's shooting him he says i can feel rounds p passing through me hitting the ground behind me and all he's thinking wow he's, he's not he's wow. not he's not thinking about and he's a guy and i'm not taking credit for this but his department is trained in spear mm. but like like he wasn't like fucking blocking bullets and doing keanu but what he was talking about is this is not how I'm going to die. And it's that thought that keeps you in the fight. Is that it, a line you use in the class? Hey, is this how you want to die? No, but it's, but we go through a very, very it's personal part. We go through a very personal part where we're talk, talking about like one of the exercises is what does it cost you if you don't fight back? Right. And we discuss that in the group. The secondary so, crime scene. Well, it's, <laughs> but, but listen, here's the thing is like teaching somebody to throw an elbow. Here's the thing about like our, our, the, our like, I've designed a lot of courses for different, a lot of different groups and units and agencies and stuff like that. The most creative one, the one I'm most proud of, ironically, is the one I did for CrossFit, because I was working out. Is this to be your own bodyguard? Well, it's it's the essence of that's just the that's just the cool sick, little slick name. Okay. At the end of the day, it's like, hey, where's your bodyguard now? Who, so who's your bodyguard? I guess I'm my own bodyguard. And you're most proud of it because it fulfills that vision that you started when you were 20 years it's old. Part of that, but also in terms of creativity, because I was at Rogue Fitness several years ago. I had Katie in the class. I had Miko in the class. I had Graham in the class. And I'm watching these guys all having, champions, all cross all the cross champions. champions, having trouble with simple fucking moves. They had no lateral movement. They could because I was doing like some martial arty stuff. And I've rewritten this course. People don't realize this. Like this, this, this. I'm not going to say she was an idiot, the Taekwondo champion from Colorado. But you're an idiot if you're on a fucking smartphone and you can't Google the course and go, "Oh, Tony Blower designed it." <laughs> she was right? too busy ripping you, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so, but, but here I am watching this, and I'm a perfectionist. You know me for years. I'm like, "What's wrong with this shit?" And it's bugging me. How did they not? And so it's a lunchtime workout, and I'm watching one of the guys do wall balls, right? And all of a sudden, I see in a wall ball the quarter extremity movement of a double palm strike to the face. I just see the move, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's a hidden arsenal inside a CrossFit. What year was this? This is uh, probably 2012, um, and maybe maybe 13 or 14. Like, it was several years ago. And then I see – Then I went, once I had that, like, clue, then I go, oh, my God, someone's choking you. you got to elbow him in the face. If you got the range of motion of a fucking front rack – you can elbow ball. somebody you drove to the box today and somebody said put your seatbelt on and you went like this and because i can't there's no crossfit move where your arm goes across this way so okay. i i could maybe doing like getting up on the rings your first time or something but but i saw these like hip flexor knees to elbow mountain climbers i started seeing these if you have that coordination you actually as a crossfitter doing wall balls push-ups burpees do more palm strike quarter extremity movements than any martial artist will in their career yeah 
And what I said is I want Adrian, I, you do CrossFit? I do CrossFit, yeah. yes. Um, and, and so it, like any, like my, anyone on my team that is going to work with the CrossFit community, because our V and bodyguard is, is part of our, our tactical systems. And so we have a, a specific uh, version of it for the CrossFit community and any of my, all of my instructors that are helping me teach it through the community by my own decision have to be CrossFitters. You got to understand the community. Yeah. You got to understand, like, like the nature of the movements, because let's that's that's just disingenuous. If like you, you say range of motion, front rack, and you don't even know what the fuck that is, yeah. that's bullshit. Um, but there's a hidden arsenal in there, and it all it is is come back to to Coach Glassman's fucking original charter: movements that are elemental and fundamental to your survival, so you're prepared for the unknown and the unknowable. You know, everyone goes, "That must be a Dave Castro rod." I go, "No, that's fucking self-defense." Think about that. What movement do you need for the unknown and the unknowable, right? Like, like that—that that is oh, elemental no. and survival. But that's that the caveman shit. That's the right. you've got to be able to survive. You know. Going back to the question, do you are you are you a believer in that ten thousand hours? Yes and no. I qualify it like this, and I, I did a bunch of videos where I uh, for you guys ten thousand hours of practicing something well, will make you a like, master. So ten thousand hours of the violin. Like, did you have to do that palm strike to make it look the way you did? No. Ten thousand hours. I, I, that? I, I, if if I told you how much I actually train mm -hmm. and work out, you'd go bullshit. But you, but but that's now. But no, it's it's because I under I just I just understand movement. But you did for twenty years, didn't you? Train like a maniac. Y uh, yes, and twenty no. to forty. Well, I want to qualify that is what my insight into. So from 1980 till now, my training has completely changed. Where mm -hmm. I just I just see things. It was because of that fight that Mitch that he lost. And I realized, well, we're just doing this wrong. At the end of the day, this is really about performance psychology. It's about the mindset. It's about understanding fear and this whole face it, understand it, confront it, or control it, and then you know fear. And it's also about understanding that that there's a lot of things in life that I'm just going to be afraid doing, but it doesn't mean that I can't do them i've got to do this i'm never going to be happy to go to the dentist i'm never going to be happy to go for a medical i'm never going to be happy i'm with you on that i'm with you on that so basically i'm just trying to draw it to about how beautiful it is you move like watching zach forrest do an air squat have you ever seen that or adrian right. bosman do an air squat you're just like damn but what you're have driving you seen home, me do an air squat what you're driving home is is like hey dude it's it, whether that's relevant or not to how you want yes. to move it's not relevant to what i'm teaching tony blower and it's like hey i can this class can get you over the psychological hump and give you the rudimentary tools to become self-aware enough to defend yourself right and let yourself defend yourself got to give yourself permission first in a life or death situation right, right. so and, and you're going to introduce people the same way greg glassman's um reintroduces people to the air squat these really primitive movements you're going to reintroduce people to these really primitive right. movements they already have this shit you're so, not doing pilates so you're, two things. you're not you didn't invent anything you're 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 reintroducing right people to their their origins of their movement their startle startle right. flinch one of our things. shirts my understanding that? yes one okay. of our shirts the back of shirts is caveman combatus you know and it's because it's like this is how, this is this is how you fight so the, in using the analogy you just gave with with what what uh, greg is doing reintroducing people and going like this is because it's all physiology, physics, psychology. It's hardwired in you. Right. If I throw something at you, you're going to go like this. It's right. going to be a perfect flinch. But if I say to you, show me the start of flinch, you might go like this. And I go, that looks posed. But if right. I whip something at you, it'll be perfect. Yeah. Right. Right. So now I now need to teach you the physics of how to strengthen that position. Right. And that's that's no different than, right. than you know, than the, oh, then the it's it's no different than the um, um, it's not. 
It was, everyone missed that. They were like, what's he doing? Like, <laughs> he was gesturing, throwing something at me. It's going to look really you know? good on the but radio. It's, but it, so understanding the physics of it is no different than understanding like where your, your, your hip should be on an air squat and where your knees should be, where your feet should be, right? It's understanding how the body's engineered intelligently. Right. Then you get like this endorphin rush when you do it right. Like the first time you do something right, it feels right. So when we do an exercise where we've got this, the physiology and the physics working together, your brain goes, oh my God, that feels so strong. And that's why we say science is self-defense, physiology, physics, psychology. Someone comes to this, I'm teaching them, you're a fucking human weapon system. You already know how to fight. You just don't know you know how to fight. Why? Because you think fighting looks like category one, two, or three. And it doesn't uh, need to. 62 minutes in and I'm starting to get it. Under, so <laughs> listen to this. I do this, This. This. Uh, it's, a, it's a new one. You haven't heard it. It's. I, I think it's right up there with the firefighter analogy. So what we're doing because we didn't really go into that is I can teach you to use a fire, uh, fire extinguisher in five minutes, right? Pop the lid spray. Okay. Uh, then I can do scenarios. I've done it. that so right. many nights right. in college drunk, just, just, just <laughs> going through apartment complexes, just ripping. Anyway, nice. <laughs> it's amazing. It's nice. A, it's, have you ever shot a fire extinguisher off? Yes. It's a great feeling, isn't it? It's a it's, great feeling. Have you done that? Matt? No, I haven't. Have you done it? Yeah. It's awesome. Guns are fun. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, so you can learn the fire extinguisher mm -hmm. movement. And I could say, hey, man, um, why don't you sign up for this fire extinguisher class? And you do the first one, you do it, you go, okay, I got it. Well, why should I sign up? I mean, well, you're going to get a black belt and fire extinguisher. Well, how, five, three times a week. And what do we do? Like, I create a, 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 a fake alarm. You run and get a fire extinguisher. You put out a fake fire. Uh, and then I have you doing scenarios. Like, like, really, at what point do you get fucking bored? And you go, like, I'm good. I got this. Like, if you don't want to be a fireman, you just understand that's what our self-defense is. It's just, I want to understand. I want to be safer in a day. I want to, I want to understand detective use defend. I want to understand that protocol. I want to understand that move naturally. Now, if somebody at the end of the course, coming back to a question you asked me like a half an hour ago, what if I need more? If, if you want more, we have other resources for training. But we'll say, listen, if you want to learn how to hit more, go box. Go do some Thai boxing. Oh, you're really afraid of the ground? Go study jujitsu. The hardest person. But to you're take. also going to give me the tools in the class that I can go back home and train if you want. Right. Yeah. Like like those drills and practices like that. Of like, I, like I can learn that in your class and come home and do it with my wife or do it with my kids or I can do the the med ball. Listen, we we had or the it, why not for my warm ups? We, right. We for had my, listen the 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 course is really not about replacing or substituting it for for practical martial art training. It's truly understanding like how to pick up a pre-contact cue for something and choose safety. The act of choosing safety takes courage because in a world where, where we're so worried about embarrassing ourselves or, or creating a scene or this whole cognitive dissonance, I don't want to, hey, did you say anything to him? No, I didn't want to. We're all afraid of confrontations. It's a confrontation management course. Right. And, and so it's understanding how to look at fear. We had Kevin Ogar brought us out to Colorado the next day after our course, he PR'd his bench press by 20 pounds from the fear management block. We had another guy, Todd Thompson. Wow. Fire. Like at his level, the mental toughness that Kevin has. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it should be fractional. But what he did is he took the, so like, like literally just doing the fear management part is about self-actualizing who you could potentially be as a human being, it goes through this, this fear filter, filter all the time in our <coughs> lives. And so who you talk to is going to determine who you marry, 
where you work, how much money you're going to make, how much weight you lift, and most importantly, because I'm biased, is whether or not you're going to protect yourself. And most people think of self-defense. Listen, if you Google the definition for self-defense, like worldwide, you'll see things like um, the physical act of protecting your property or your, or your or your life. And it's so they don't even have Merriam-Webster doesn't even acknowledge D1 or D2. Detect and avoid, defuse and de-escalate. It already starts with the attack has happened. Escalate. Oh, that's yeah. that's bullshit. So listen, we need to. When we started here. We so we we rewrote the definition for self-defense. That it's it's the decision to choose safety when danger is imminent. The decision to choose safety when danger is imminent. In order to do that, you need to have courage, personal courage, to bypass your fucking ego, your bias, your prejudice. Because there could be a situation here. Like I've been in situations where I'm out at a bar with a bunch of guys and they're acting a little bit because they know uh, Tony's here. And I've looked at guys, I go, if you get into a fight tonight, you're going to be a fucking story in a seminar because I'm going to watch you get your ass kicked. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about that. Is it weird being the fight guy? Like everywhere going out, like there's kind of like this pressure on you? Or not, just like not, this. No, like, you know, like I mean? years like, ago. Like dude, I wouldn't like that. I, I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle like. It's probably why you pressure, hang out alone because the, people the know you as that. The pressure of being the toughest guy in the room. I wouldn't want that. Or, do people ever test you? I, it, it, it or do has, they avoid it? No, it's happened. Um, do you diffuse it? it? It'll depends on the scenario. I've yeah, they they get diffused, but also you know. But here's the thing: is like I have two questions. Now I'm going to wrap this up. Hang Go on ahead. one second. I got to finish Please. the story. Okay. So, um, uh, fast tracking spear didn't always used to be an acronym. It was just like a, like the name of a tactic that I was teaching. And in 1993, I was working with Naval Special Warfare down in Coronado, and they asked me what what's the acronym mean? And I go, what are you talking about? They go, well, you write SPEAR, all caps. It's an acronym, right? I said, no, it's just, they were like, why do you capitalize it? I go, because it's like, cool, I like it. And so I reverse engineered an acronym because of them. Uh, and actually I was teaching over in Normandy, France. Like has, right it ever, after, has it ever changed? It changed twice. The first acronym that I came up with was uh, spontaneous protection enabling um, uh, aggressive retaliation spontaneous protection enabling aggressive retaliation because the concept was i was going to avoid i was going to diffuse and de-escalate it but if push comes to shove i was going to fucking punish you like you made me fight because you fucking forced it you crossed every moral ethical and legal line right force must parallel danger let's not be cavalier about this and and uh so i called them up i was in france i said hey guys write this down they fucking loved it <laughs> about a year later the law enforcement community uh, discovered me. I was teaching at ASLET. They're not in business anymore, but American Society of Law Enforcement Trainers. Um, and it's this big international thing. And so they were all interested in this stuff. And when I explained to them what the SPEAR acronym meant, like all of their litigious legal faces went spontaneous protection, enabling aggressive retaliation. That ain't going to fly, you know. And so I was like, shit, like if I've got this amazing solution to a close quarter problem, but the name is turning everyone off. And so the second evolution, and this is from 1994, was spontaneous protection, enabling accelerated response, uh, accelerated response, which is actually what it is because it's all based on physiology. Accelerated response. Yeah. So spontaneous protection is your start of flinch, accelerated response, weaponizing the flinch. And, and originally it was spear because you, this, there's some spear well, look, the, aesthetic. like. Well, no. So what happened there is we turned it into the three-dimensionality of it. Is you, If you understand the system you understand the psychology so now you've got like this cognitive so understand this when you flinch that's your primal body that's your reptilian brain mm -hmm. right 
So if I go look out and you do that, like you don't have to look down and see a spider or a snake. You just pick up instincts, intuition. You feel something and you start moving. That's physiology. That's your reptilian brain. What we're doing is we're saying, listen, there's a, 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 a kinetic energy. Right now I'm potential energy. When I do this, I'm kinetic energy. There's a kinetic energy that's created by the startle flinch. That's triggered by the danger. Danger close triggers startle flinch. How do I weaponize that? I've got to get my cognitive brain to go, you know what? You don't need to step back and get in a fucking stance. You can now explode forward, get outside 90 and do what, remember the picture of Tennyson, slamming the guy. And now he's like, you know, in out of position. And so th what we're getting is we're getting our cognitive brain to respect, embrace and integrate what your reptilian brain is going to do anyhow. It's truly the only brain-based learning system out there when it comes to personal safety. And all of the drills are, do you understand why you're doing this? Do you understand the substance under the subject? Because if you do that, you only need one rep or one light bulb moment. So what we're trying to do is we're not trying to get people to realize things after five years. It's to have a, realiza a realization after five minutes. You're unlocking them. Yeah. I, I tell people I'm an archaeologist. You're a human weapon. You, you have just been domesticated because somebody built walls and had you work in a little factory. And then the militia went out to protect everything. And all of these survival skills went dormant. Let's go back to um, the, the tough guy thing. So you've yeah. been in situations where people have tested you? Yeah. But I don't like like I like that so far. And I still I still get get it online. But it, it, I've had it at seminars. You have had. Tell me one. Just give me one one fun story. I, uh, I forget what year it was. Nikki was like three years old, so he's 25 now. Mm -hmm. 22 years ago, I had a guy jump me at a seminar doing a demo where I was talking about uh, tackling. And I should have known this. I had really poor situational awareness because it, there were about 50 people at the seminar, and it was him and his buddy sitting in the front row. And I said, hey, who here is good at grappling? He puts up his hand right away. Is this like the first hour of the seminar? How far in are we? It's a two-day seminar, so it might have been second day. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm showing how the spear intercepts the tackle. And uh, and he goes to tackle me, and uh, he you know he moves in and tackle me, and the move shoots out. And what you're actually doing is getting like this forearm shiver across the brachial. And at the time, I had never studied the brachial plexus and all this stuff. It was early on. And I didn't know this, is that as the guy shoots in, to, to tackle the serendipity of this movement if adrian simulates slow tackle come to this side so they can see is as he comes in if you push away the danger you guys can't see that because i didn't want to hit the mic here but go to this side is as he pushes in if i push away the danger my forearm the radius bone will hit the nerve that looks bad the brachial mm -hmm. and and it slams this way but you're not doing anything if you remember the picture of tennis and she's ah oh, like doing that so the spears an icon is like your hands take the shape of a spearhead Okay. But you don't have to think about that. It's just like, isn't it cool? Nice job, Eric. Isn't it cool? That frame, you think about like the strongest geometric shape. What are the shape of the pyramids? Right there still standing, the, like yeah. the oldest architecture, that shape. And so when I put my hands up and I go, shit, my, and I go to flinch, if I can push away danger, if he goes to bite my face like a zombie and I go, shit, and I slam, that's that move right there. So it's the fucking simplest quarter extremity movement. It's the strongest expression of power. So I talk about the spears, the split jerk of self-defense. It's fucking unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So pound for pound, 
right? So you can get somebody big who's going to move more force than you, but you're only as big as you are. You're only as big as you are. Mm -hmm. So he jumps in at you. So he jumps in at me. You're trying to keep him on track. I can't. I'm like, like, like. He jumps in ADD. at you. He's some fucking troublemaker in so, the front row. And well, he jumps but in here's the, here's the thing is like he, he moved at me. So a good friend of mine, I'm still friends with him this day, Dean Lawler. Uh, he's kind of like. He's Robbie got, Lawler's brother? No, oh. but a really successful, but badass fighter, uh, doorman, street fighter. is a like a massive uh, security uh, team infrastructure now. But back in the day, he was kind of like he was kind of like what I was doing in the states and North America. He was doing in Australia, and we got together, and we were still friends to this day. Um, but he's at the seminar, and um, this guy. I say to him, okay, come tackle me, but I don't know what's happening. And he comes in and he's, but he comes in super hard. And so the harder you come in, so guess what? So if, if Adrian comes in light, I do this. But if he comes in, take your, take that off for a second. Uh, You're not saying oh, anything yeah. anyway. Here we but, go, Eric, make sure you're rolling but, on this. But, but <laughs> if I'm here like this, don't hit your head on here. But if I'm standing here like this and now he comes fast at me and I do this, do you see like the impact there changed? Yeah. So the impact changed on his head. If he was actually trying to drive <coughs> two, three feet through me like that, um, uh, come in and drive in a little bit. Do, do you see how much more impact they got on there? Now check this out. Pull me as hard as you can. Tight, tight. He's a strong dude. Tighter, tighter, tighter. This is physiology. His flexor chain is always weaker than my extensor chain. So you can have a female against a guy buying time. You see his face, how fucking red it is. And But while I'm in there, while I'm in this position, could I gouge his eyes? Could I pull out my gun? Could I pick up an improvised weapon? So did you do that? Did you pull a gun on him? Well, you gouge no, his eyes? No, or? it was a nude seminar, so none of us had clothes on. It was kind of weird. But in, in seriously, he comes at me really hard, and it stuns him. He thinks, I don't even know this because we never talked, but um, he probably thinks I hit him hard because he went hard. But all I'm doing with the spear, so we have three iterations of it, primal, protective, pushing away danger, what I'm doing, and tactical. And was it, what, did it get weird in the class? Did his well, friend stand dude, up? Did he dude, leave the class? Did... So I, have him, I go to have him tackle me. Mm -hmm. I do this and I stop him. I say, do it again, do it harder, but drive me back towards the wall. As he comes in at me again, he comes in like super hard and I go, dang, and it stops him. What I don't know and there was a cop there, I'm still friends with to this day, this guy, Wayne. He says, he says to me afterwards, he says, you don't know about brachial stuns? I go, no, what's that? He says, the brachial plexus, if you hit that, it's like it unplugs you, like it'll give you a flash knockout. That's what was happening to the guy. He was getting stunned, but then coming through, but he didn't know what happened, so he would charge again. So I said to him, drive me into this fucking wall, man. Let's go. But like, you're stopping. And I'm, I feel and you're doing that because like you got pissed at the first time you did that. You're like, oh, I right, got pissed. I got pissed because I was trying to really show something authentic, mm -hmm. but I didn't understand what was happening to him. It was really innocent. So he comes at me. I go, boom, I do it again. And this time he picks me up and he's trying to suplex me on a basketball <laughs> court. He's like up, like trying to, you know, and he was an instructor from a grappling academy. Mm -hmm. So listen, when I go to a seminar, Unless I know the person, and usually even when I do, I stay at the back or on the sides. I'm there thinking rear security, but I'm also like like sometimes people go, oh, Tony Blower's here. I remember being at this this uh, famous, famous martial artist seminar, Jun Ri, the father of Taekwondo in America, sees me in the seminar, says, oh, Tony Blower's here. Tony, please come up here. He calls me up on fucking stage to do a demo with him. I don't want that. Like, this is your show. I don't right. want to be up there, right? Right. And, and so the fact that he was sitting up in the front row was a pre-contact cue, right? Oh. And so, when, oh. And so oh. when, when he put his hand up, but I wasn't noticing. This came out after. Um, I, and, 
And so I said, hey, who's your girl grappling? His hand's up here. I need a volunteer. He came up. He jumped up right away. I don't really care who I do the demo with. So he's got you in the air? So he's got me in the air, and he's going to suplex me on a basketball court. And I come up, and what I do is I grab him by the hair, and I twist his head back the other way because you can't suplex. If I move your head one way, it's like a fucking steering wheel. Right. You move the head, right? Right. And so I move him back this way, but everything is now in what's called tacky psyche. It's gone into slow motion. And I'm on top of him like this. I've got his hair twisted back this other way. So now we're locked oh. up like this. And I've got 51 people here watching. They don't know. They think it's part of the demo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm upside down. And it's all slow motion. But I, I've been teaching for at this, at this point here for 15 years. I go right into what we call closest weapon, closest target. And so this is something when we teach people, we don't teach people techniques in our training. We teach them tools and targets. If I teach you, you have an elbow, you have a headbutt, you got your teeth, you got your finger, then then I could be over here like this, hanging out with the guy, and then you say to me, that's the bad guy, and I'll go, and I'll be right in his eyes, and I'll rake his face, and I'll see, whatever I see, there I'll There it move. is, I can't believe we got that on the but, show. But, 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 here's, but here's the thing, I might be over here like this, and then, and then you know, he goes, that's the bad guy, and I go, whap, and I'm in his nuts, like, boom, crack, and then, you know, then the shots, I'm not looking for, the way the movement goes, I'm not looking for... Oh, I've got to. Right, I'm, right. I, I, I'm right. not slave to, right. to the system. Right. The system empowers me. Right. I'm only. And so it's a performance psychology. Like the greatest MMA fighters, too, you see that. They're kind of like water in there, right? The, like the Mighty Mouses or the John there's, Jones. Yeah, there's a few of those guys like, that are. That are their whole body's that. a weapon. But most of them are still doing this, going, I got Technical, a, yeah. yeah. And what they are is 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 they're they're still locked into this the stylistic restraints of that performance they're not just moving so here i am i'm up here but i've got his i've got his hair i'm upside down i'm gonna mess your hair so he's got me and so i go like this and what i do is in this position he's up here and i don't know what's happening i go listen if i found myself here i could gouge his eyes so i stick my thumb in his eye uh-huh. nicely i go i could drop an elbow i go wow i drop an elbow i could rake his you face say, you're saying that to and the i'm whole talking class? i'm talking as i'm doing it right Right. So I'm up here like this doing that. And then what I do is I realize he's still holding me. So I bend his head. And what happens if you if you crank the head, everything starts to the buckle, the, the whole the whole the whole system starts to come down. Yeah. Wrestling 101. So, so we end. So we end up I end up um, on the ground. He he shrimps out and pops out. And I don't this is 1994. The first UFC was 1993. Nobody really knew. Like from my side, triangle chokes, ground fighting, like it was just wrestling, right? So I'm on the ground, and uh, next thing I know, I don't know what this is, I'm in a triangle <laughs> choke. So I'm over here like this, in this triangle choke, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like everything's starting to go dark. And, and everything went into like auditory exclusion. All I can hear is breathing and hearts. All I can hear is his and mine, and boom, 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 boom. I don't hear anybody and I'm in position. I realize, like, fuck, I'm, I'm blacking out and I pick him up. I stand up. Nikki's in the back asleep in a stroller with a babysitter. And here's what I'm thinking. Was she cute? Dude, it was the flight attendant. I picked her up. Awesome. So, so I, Full circle. so I, so I pick him up like this. He's in trial joke and I fucking just drop, but we're not on a mat. So doing it on a wooden floor changes shit when you get hit it's like getting fucking hit with a chair across your back right mm. everything breaks he slips through we fall and we slide up like under a chair and i know you got to go and i'm there 
and I, I don't want to go. I just finished. I just finished watching Midnight Express, and I remember thinking, like, I'm under a chair here, and all of a sudden, the the, the fucking rage of the father, where I went, my son is here. If I fucking injured this guy, I'm going to jail. My passports are in a fucking hotel, and I want to pick up his face and smash it under the chair and just rattle his head using these improvised weapons to hit him because we're in there. And I look at him and I stick my thumb in the jugular notch here, whap, in his throat. And uh, and this, and as soon as I hit that, his arm like flinched because it was like, he does this. And I come up around and this finger goes in his eye and I fucking like fish hook his eye. Now you're like fighting basically and, and in I, front of the whole but class. But I look at him, I hear like this, I go, are you fucking trying to hurt me? And he looks at me, I go, or did you, and I'm confused because it's happened so fast. And I say to him, or did you misunderstand the drill? And he says, yeah. And then I, <laughs> and no shit. And I swear on my children's life. <coughs> I, it, like I swear <coughs> on, on, on my kid's life. Like at that moment there, he lets go. I let go. I look up. There's, there's, there were like 50 people that does. Everybody's standing. And Dean is right there. Right. And this other guy's buddy is standing right there like this and Dean's fucking pointing at him and he tells me after he said that guy was coming to kick you in the head he said that was the setup he said I looked at that guy and you know what their favorite word is in Australia right he looked Dean looks at this guy he says you back off cunt right you know like you know, they, they say that in Australia for everything it's a, it's term a bad word I don't like it's a it. bad word it's a term like of endearment it. but it's amazing and it's one of the reasons we became such good friends because where everyone backed off because it was like what's going to happen and Did when he leave he, the when class? He, when he saw, well, he saw this guy triangulating on me. Dean stepped in there and went, "Hey, get the fuck back, man!" And it dissipated. And uh, but what a fucking! I just relived that. I'm like, <sighs> but uh, <laughs> but but I've had I've had shit like that. So now, listen, here's just to tell you, like, because I'm not like the knuckle dragger. I'm trying to really inspire people. I really am trying to make people safer. I know this is only for a story for people when, who make it to the end of the podcast. When <laughs> no one's going to hear it's this a little, story. little Easter egg at um, the end. Yeah. The, the, um, Can I ask oh, one more question? Oh, no, no, no. Because I got to go to eleven thirty meeting. Listen, I got this, one great this question. This is way more important. You. Okay. I almost stopped teaching after that. Remember, I said earlier that I abhor violence. I believe. I it. was so offended on the way back from my trip on Australia. I was writing in a little diary, and I said, and I was I was flying right to New York. I would speculate because you were afraid it was going to happen again. Um, I was disgusted that it had happened and I started my seminar and this is what I said and then you can ask your question I said I just got jumped in Australia and it really fucking unnerved me because I I realized that I was this close to introducing this guy's face and neck to a fucking chair as hard as I could and and my my kid a lot of bad shit would have happened because I gave into this violence if I can't I'm saying this to a group if I can't come and just share my ideas on self-defense with you without you fucking going I thought he'd be taller or taking a cheap shot or second-guessing it I don't want to fucking teach and I looked at the room and I said so there's usually an asshole I, I said there's usually one asshole in here who's looking at me going I thought he'd be taller right but you're not short I thank you I'm making fun of the roadhouse line right? okay oh I right? don't know I don't know okay but I said so listen if you're and this is what I do in every seminar now um, uh, if you're the one gunslinger 
Put your hand up here. I'll give your money back and you can leave because there's always one fucking dick. You don't say if you're the, the gunslinger, come up here and I'll kick your ass right no. now. Oh. But listen, but let me like. Did oh. that guy leave the class, by the way, after that altercation? No. He stayed. Oh. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> he just went yeah, back to his there. seat. So yeah, he's a dick. But he posted online after that he should have broke my arm when he had his chance. And then, and then, and then. He doesn't understand the difference between an arm bar and a triangle choke, I guess. But the the. The, the the thing there is what I said to the guys. I go, if any of you go outside our drills uh -huh. and I think that you're coming after me, I will defend myself with extreme prejudice. I will not even fucking ask you. And uh, that speech is kind of like subdued things. But it, there's do, they have, do they have to sign that in the release that, hey, you could get punched by Tony Bauer and you will there, not sue or this will go to mediation, blah, blah, blah. It says... It says I'm represented by Sivan Rotosian. This is the last question. I'm going to start my 11:30 meeting while while I don't even know if I should ask this. It's such a good question. It should be like the next time show. you you come on. Uh, you saw um, Rich Froning and Dan Bailey get into like a little headlock pissing match once, and I saw it too. I was teaching them how you to were escape from yes, a headlock. You were trying to teach a class, and right. you let Rich put Dan in a headlock. Right. And then Dan started getting more aggressive to try to get out of it, and Rich right. was like, no, you're not getting out of this. Right. And the next thing you know, fucking Rich slams Dan on the ground. Right. Did you think that that was cool? What was your response to that? Did you, I mean, like, was that, they, was they, that too much? Was that like, that, I mean, I was uncomfortable with that. It I didn't, like, I didn't like to see Dan get slammed down like it that. It escalated quickly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very quickly. It was, <laughs> it was kind of weird. The I don't have time for this bullshit. It's eleven thirty. Eleven thirty meeting. I can't even find yeah. my meeting. That's such a good question. This guy, Eric is so oh, good. I know. Do you guys like him with long hair or short hair? What's going on with the internet in here? I like long hair. I like long hair too. Um. Anyways, see Adrian, when it's your own show, you just do whatever the fuck you want. So so. <laughs> So what's what exactly is your question? I think that was cool. Yeah, like does that happen a lot in class? Like I didn't. No, think that, that never happened. But that's I didn't me. think that was but, cool but listen, at all, dude. But no, I did, like I wasn't offended by it. But but here's the thing: is with with these guys, like they love each other. They're friends. They train together. They try to beat each other. That like was that was brothers. natural. That was just like a CrossFit thing. Okay. That was just that was just like a and they were wrestling. Like they weren't, you know, um, they you know. It, it it wasn't real. I like I stepped in when it started to happen because it was like it uh, wasn't real. Dan gets fucking slammed on the fucking ground. <laughs> well, Rich is, is it is this is it right here? Yeah, this is it. Did we keep that part? How do I get? How do I join the meeting right here? Is this dude? Th those nano twos are fresh. Those are some of my favorites. <laughs> the black, gray, and white ones. I don't think that I don't think the video shows it. To be honest with you, I think it was cut out just because. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, this the video doesn't show it. Okay, but this was this. It was leading up to from this, right? So like after that, they started messing around. But it was, uh, um, I did, I didn't have a big problem with it, Sevi. It was. Have, it, did you see that in a lot of classes where two guys no, are going no, at it? No, no, that's not even Dan. This guy, although I thought it was tribute. No, no, Dan, Dan was there before. I was no, thinking this guy there. right here is probably so excited. His claim to fame is that he's putting a headlock by Rich Froning. Had his face that in wasn't, Rich's no, crotch. It was Dan before. I know it was Dan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just but, side, uh, side sidebar. Yeah, yeah. There's Dan. Yeah. Um, but uh, look, my meeting hasn't even started. It says waiting for Kristen. No, it doesn't. Your wife. Dude, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't happen a lot. Our courses are incredibly, incredibly safe and controlled. I mean, we've been doing it for for decades. So you, you don't see that in every class. Where, ne where, no, never. Where it got you? Well, not never. We saw. I was there when Rich fucking slammed it, Dan it, on the that ground. Was, yeah, but that's specifically because of them two on grass 
whatever. I, you know, listen, we do sometimes you have somebody who shows up with your, we call it the battle. Buddy. Are you tripping out? Cause you think I'm saying uh, you're, I'm, I'm trying to make your class seem scary. And you're like, dude, no one gets hurt there. Chill the just, fuck out. I'm just, I'm looking at my phone here and I'm seeing people drop out of my freaking course. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, 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 no, it, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. If there are times where, <coughs> where, uh, uh, a couple comes together and, and they're going too hard cause they know each other. And, and, you know, we tell people, hey, listen, do not let ego or pride dictate your next strategy in the street. Therefore, don't let ego or pride dictate any strategy when you're training. Right. You know, that'll that'll get you that'll get you in trouble. You know, that's 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 really like the genesis of an injury is like if you, you start dicking around with this stuff. Like the guy who had his eyes gouged by you at the. Uh... <laughs> no, I was nice with that. I was like, I had no. I think you were very mild man. I, I, I went into total teacher mode. I mean, I didn't I didn't hurt him. Look at that. Were you nervous at all when you were fooling around with Dan like that, that he was just going to be too... No, oh, there not, it is. That's the movement. Yeah, but like, that's... Just, I love that. That's, yeah, but that's, that's, I but love that's, that. That's not how I move. But I that's, don't move like that. But but listen, like, I'm pulling shit there. I'm not even... And here's another thing. is like, if you're actually engaging, you spend more time. It just... It it, it, it looks cooler than it is. You know, the... Um, but it's useful. I think one thing that I come back to, and I'll land the plane on this soon, is confrontation management. Right. That's like the one thing I keep repeating in my head the whole time. It's like, how do you manage that when you're faced with that situation? How is your reptilian brain equipped to react in the proper way? Right. So, so then let me just share an alternative concept. It's how's your cognitive brain trained to evaluate how your reptilian brain is reacting? Because mm. the reptilian is limbic system amygdala. You've made it, a career out of by, that. I'm trying to make the world safer, man. Right. You know. But what I'm saying this, is, is it's it's a. This is people don't understand what we do. It doesn't matter if you're, you know. I've worked with professional fighters. I've worked with like tier one operators. We teach them all the same. And you worked with um, victims of Violence. very very heinous serious crime. Right. It's it's but but it's this idea of it comes back to we try to distill it and create these simple fortune cookie type expressions and i think that's that's what we're trying to do is is go hey listen are you choosing safety right now and don't confuse that with playing it safe playing it safe mm. doesn't allow you to grow as a human and it perpetuates a, a a state of of constant fear i hope i don't come close to this challenge again or or this scenario so choosing safety is actually about i'm going to actually anything that's safe and scientific with respect to fear and growing my comfort zone i'm going to engage that and we do that through teaching self-defense. So I can have, you know, a Kevin Ogar PR or Todd Thompson PR or, or you know, I just, I just got a, a, a message. No one knows who Todd Thompson is. So Todd is a firefighter, CrossFit box owner from Georgia, injures himself on a front rack, tries to catch it too far out, wrecks both his hands. It takes a year for him to rehab. It, uh, uh, I think his lift, he injured it on his 285 or 290 or something like that. Couldn't get there. Why? Because every time he was putting those weights on again, he had PTSD from the injury. What if I wreck my hands? It's like a year to rehab. And so what happens is uh, he's in my course. I don't even know him. We go through the cycle of behavior, the neural circuitry fear, the fear loop, understanding fear and courage and all that. And he realizes he's been lifting in the fear loop. Hmm. And at lunch, he goes out and he, and he, into the conference. I guess they're joining the podcast. Um, and, and so, uh, Todd PRs and then he hits three Oh five. Huh? Dude, Eric, um, how much are they paying you? Come work for me. This is, oh, no. this is, I missed the end of Johnny that. On this. Spot. 
Tony, I missed the end of that story. I really apologize. You know what's crazy is I'm trying to get in this conference, and it says I've been waiting for the presenter for six minutes, and I'm starting to think like, yeah, something's not good. Yeah. This? <laughs> the neural an hour and a half? You probably this? <laughs> this is the secret. <laughs> this, so this is your GPS? Just started with this shit. We have on the screen for people who don't see this very, very complex Let's do another chart. show. Okay, let's do another show. Okay. Maybe you let Adrian say something. Adrian, what do you want to say? Oh, I'm going to let you uh, bat lead on this one, actually. All right. Shit. Tony, thank Did you. you. <laughs> Are you happy with fun. the show? I am. I okay, am. cool. It was that great. Was fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming if, on. If, was it smart? It, it was good. It was good. We didn't talk about what I want to talk about, but that's okay. We never do. I have a whole list of um, shit we didn't get to. Do you get questions on these calls, on these shows? Like, do anyone read the I comments? I could, but it's, oh, yeah, yeah, in the comments. Dude, will. Yeah, I will never look at YouTube comments ever again. You'd oh, see. the YouTube comments on this show are great. The only only bad YouTube comments we ever got are uh, with uh, Dan Bailey. God, I got to fix this. Okay, you got to go. There's a whole room full of people waiting to talk. And, uh... All right. Are we out of here? Yeah, We're that's done? good. That's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you, CrossFit. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks, thanks buddy. a lot. Thanks, guys.